On this episode of Things That Matter, Pastor Brian and I talk about communication in the 21st century, including social media. Welcome to Things That Matter. It's great to be with you. My name is Josh Taransky. This is Pastor Brian Broderson of Calvary Chapel Costa Mesa. We're going to be talking about something that matters tremendously in the church and as we try to fulfill our mission in the world, talking about communication. Um, going back to the early beginnings of the church, the way the gospel spread is through communicating and using the means that existed uh, at that day yeah. to communicate. So, you know, Jesus is speaking in public places, Paul's writing letters, and um, this is ultimately this conversation is going to lead into talking about social media and the use yeah. of social media, but communication is an important thing. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's often been pointed out how um, it was at a, a strategic time in history for communication that the gospel came. Mm. You know, Rome was ruling the world. There was the what was called the Pax Romana, the Roman peace, and um, you know the the road system and uh, all of that lent itself to the gospel getting communicated. So there there were these unique sort of avenues at the time because the gospel was intended to go all the world to all the world so you know paul takes advantage of, of every one of those avenues the yeah. apostles did that in their generation and so in each successive generation of course the you know the the um the printing press was revolutionary you know after uh, everything was pretty much the same from the apostolic period all the way to the printing press and then there was a revolution there and now we're living in the time of a communications revolution as well. Yeah, we're kind of living in the wild west of social media because it's so new. I mean, it's 10 years old, but we're still learning when it comes to social media and communicating via the internet. Mm -hmm. um, trying, we're still trying to get our hands around what yeah. we have and what is the protocol and how not to be offensive and how to behave well and use it um, for the gospel and present the gospel in the best light. So. Yeah. There's a lot that comes with with talking about social media for pastors. You've embraced Twitter, Instagram. You're on Facebook now. Um, generally, you must think it's a good thing um, and fits in with yeah. ministry. Yeah, I do. I mean, I think there's there's obviously you know built in dangers to it, and main I think the biggest danger is probably just the danger of distraction that you could easily be distracted by it, and there's also the danger of maybe. Um, you know, maybe a personal ambition that you, you're trying to use social media to drive your own ambition. I mean, that can be an issue as well. Um, but, you know, setting that aside, I think the, the positive elements of it um, out, outweigh those things. And as long as we're not off in those other uh, wrong motives for using it or wrong practices with it, then I think uh, we ought to utilize it the best way we can for the purpose of spreading the gospel. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about how you've used Twitter for the last five years. I think it was five years ago that you asked me to actually start your Twitter account for you. Yeah. You had been using it uh, to monitor kind of news updates from other people, other pastors, and you're like, I'm thinking about this. So we started your account, and right away a bunch of people started following you, yeah. and you're like, okay, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to start yeah. posting it. And now you've posted twice as many tweets, I think, than I have. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's a natural fit for you, that yeah. platform. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not raising little children at home. So <laughs> if I was 
if I was doing this many tweets with, with uh, raising kids, I'd be in trouble. But yeah. yeah, I've got a lot of free time. So, so you used it to um, just share your life. Um, you've shared pictures of ministry trips. You've even shared about exercising and yeah. uh, quotes from different individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let's talk a little bit about what you've been doing more recently, which is retweeting. Yeah. And, um, and there's a few articles that you posted on your Twitter account that were helpful. One was this article uh, by Michael Kruger addressing kind of a controversy that came up uh, with Andy Stanley. He, yeah. I guess he had said something bizarre in one of his messages and Michael Kruger pushed back and you yeah. tweeted out that article. Yeah, it, and it was it was a good pushback. It was very gracious, but it was very, uh, I think, you know, biblically sound. And the, the issue was Andy Stanley had made uh, comments to the effect that, um, you know, people seem to be okay with Jesus. They don't really like the Bible. It's okay. We don't really need the Bible to proclaim Jesus anyway. So let's just present Jesus and leave the Bible out of it. I'm kind of oversimplifying what he said, but you know, that was a a bit of the gist of it. And uh, Kruger just gave a good pushback, you know, the obvious being that you can't really know Jesus apart from the Bible. You can't know that you know the, the real Jesus. And so I thought, I thought that was important. And what happens with me on social media, particularly on Twitter is you know, I will just go through and read a number of different articles, and some of them I think, wow, this this is fantastic. I want to get this out to, uh, you know, a broader audience. I mean, obviously, the person I'm tweeting probably has many more followers than I do, but, you know, I have unique people that are following me, so I'm sending that out for their edification yeah. as well. So let's talk about it for you personally from a consumption side. So you're reading that Michael Kruger article. Yeah. Why is that a value to you in your life as a pastor? Yeah. Well, because generally speaking, um, you know, articles are brief. Uh, they they cover, you know, topics that, I mean, I'm only reading articles that I'm interested in, right? So it's, it's a topic that I'm interested in. I don't have the time maybe to read a full book on it or something like that. Or something just comes up, I go, oh, yeah, I wondered about that. And so there's an article right there, and a lot of times it's good, concise information. And it's helpful for me to kind of just keep me in the know of what's happening, or maybe it can even play into um, a message that I'm planning to, to preach that, oh, yeah, this, I, I want this kind of, I, I wanted to incorporate this kind of information. So, you know, I, I've got it right there. So I think for, for preachers, I mean, you know, most people who preach uh, do spend a lot of time out of necessity. You know, you have to read, you have to, you have to um, get information. And I think it's, it's a, kind of a simple way and easy, easily accessible to information. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good feed. In fact, I think the statistics show that 40% of people that use Twitter are not even tweeting anything. They're just reading the stuff that other people tweet. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm kind of like that nowadays. I used to be a little more proactive in tweeting my own things and I, and I might again in the future, but you know, for, uh, time's sake and all. I, I, a lot of times what I do is I'm just looking at stuff. And sometimes it'll just be one quote. You know, it's just the quote from like a Eugene Peterson quote. Uh, it's just like, man, this is a solid quote. Boom, I'm going to get that out there. Or oftentimes it'll be a Timothy Keller quote. Yeah, I like this. Or a, a C.S. Lewis quote. Or, you know, it could be a number of uh, different people. But yeah. it's just, you know, one line that kind of says it all. Let's talk about it from a leadership <laughs> Let's talk about it from a leadership perspective. Um, you have this history of just being friends and a supporter of missionaries all over the world. 
you've done a lot of ministry in Europe, but in Australia, South Africa, um, and oftentimes it looks like on Twitter, you're interacting with yeah. these guys that you've developed relationships with. Um, how has it been useful yeah. in that way? That to me is one of the greatest uh, uses of it. And I, you know, when I'm at conferences, sometimes um, I will just kind of ask for a show of hands, you know, how many of you are on Twitter? How many of you are on Facebook or uh, Instagram? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not the big, you know, the biggest Facebook user, but, uh, and, and I will encourage people to get on because it's a way to stay connected. And so I, I love just being able to follow um, the lives of friends, to see what's happening in their ministry, to see what's happening in their family. Sometimes it's, um, man, boom, you see something, it's like, wow, I need to pray for that. Mm -hmm. um, but then the cool thing is, as you kind of follow along people's lives, then when you do have those occasions when you get together, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember this. I, I read that on your tweet or I saw that picture. Tell me about that. That was amazing. So, you know, I like that. It's just cool. It's a cool way to Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we live in a unique time, and you know, of course, most of my life, none of this stuff existed. And um, the older I got, the less inclined I was to pick up a phone and actually call somebody and you know talk for a long time. So this is a, it's just a great way yeah. to stay connected. I think. Yeah. Okay. So let's say you're in the conference and you say to people, "Hey, you should consider getting on Twitter or Instagram." Um, who would you recommend that they follow? Who are some people that you enjoy reading from? Well, I follow, um, I, you know, I follow a pretty diverse, I, I follow a lot of news stuff, you know, so I follow CNN, I follow BBC, I follow, um, begrudgingly I follow Huffington Post just because they're, they're so over the top. I just, I always like to see how over the top people are and they're the ones that will yeah. keep you in the now of just <laughs> being the crazy left. Um, but then, you know, pastors that I, I respect their ministries. I look up to them. I, I think they've got good stuff to say, you know, so I will, I will follow uh, guys like that. Um, a number of apologists. I mean, I like apologetics, so I'll, mm -hmm. I'll do that. And then, um, of course, you know, a lot of times it's friends, you know, I'm following yeah. people who are my friends. So I, and, and, you know, a lot of times they're putting out stuff that's, that's great too. So I, I would just say, you know, look for, people to follow that are going to give the kind of information that you uh, appreciate and yeah. that you want to assimilate and then pass on to, to other people. So Instagram is a little bit newer. Talk a little bit about your use of Instagram yeah. and how has that been a value? Yeah, I, I really, I, you know, Instagram in some ways is, is um, my preferred means of communication. And especially when I'm traveling, especially when I'm uh, doing an outreach somewhere or something, because it's just a documentation of the whole event, you know. I've had numerous people tell me, uh, man, we went with you on your trip to Israel, or we saw the the festival in England, and we, you know, I, I, I mean, I've actually had people come up and thank me, like, thank you for the way you, you documented that, because we just followed you the whole way, we prayed for you the whole time, it was just so amazing. So they enjoyed it through my Instagram, yeah. you know, they were vicariously there by just following me on Instagram. So that, and you know, a picture speaks a thousand words. So right. sometimes it's just that picture itself. That's like, bam, that, that is fantastic. Yeah. You know, so, so let's bring this back full circle. So again, you know, being a Christian, being commissioned with the, the great commission to go and make disciples of Christ, social media, how does it fit into that picture as you're trying to be a pastor in the 21st century? Yeah. Well, I think 
you know, the thing that we've got to realize, um, and I'm speaking as a pastor and maybe, you know, to some pastors, I mean, obviously we've got our own churches that we need to make sure we're tending to our own congregations first and foremost and not distracted with, you know, hey, I've got this global audience I've got to you right. know, minister to, to the neglect of my, uh, the people that are right in front of me. So we, we need to make sure we're doing that. But then also we have a, I think it's a unique opportunity. I mean, when has there ever been an opportunity to get the good news out so far and wide and so easily. So to me, that's what that's what I'm thinking about when I'm putting stuff out there. I'm thinking this isn't just going to my congregation. This isn't just going to somebody in my local community. This isn't even just going to somebody in my country. This is going all around the world. Yeah. And there are millions upon millions upon millions of people out there who are on these um, networks and you know they're picking this stuff up. So yeah, yeah to me it's a golden opportunity yeah it is and that's what we want to take advantage of is those opportunities yeah. just like Paul wrote these letters <laughs> you look at how far Paul's letters you know have extended yeah, exactly. even to our day yeah. he didn't know that as he was just following the Lord but he was um, he was just following the leading of the Holy Spirit to express his message the message that God had gave him in that present context yeah. so it's good Awesome. Well, we appreciate you tuning in to Things That Matter. It's great to have you with us each and one of every one of these episodes. If you want to leave us a comment, do it on the social media platform where you're watching this, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram. You may see a clip there uh, for this one. And on Twitter, we appreciate you being in the audience. We'd love to hear from you. And also, don't forget to check out the audio podcast version of Things That Matter. It's available on any one of your podcasting apps. Just search for things that matter. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you.